Hello and welcome to this podcast, A Potted History of the Helicopter, a modern versatile flying machine for both business and pleasure. Leonardo da Vinci designed a flying machine of sorts in 1500, inspired by the Greek word meaning helix or spiral. He made a model. No one knows whether it actually flew. From then, nothing really happened except for the development of fixed-wing aircraft. The first real aircraft to look remotely like a helicopter was the Autogyro. This was made by Spanish engineer Juan de la Sierra in 1923. The Autogyro could fly at low speeds. It was powered by a propeller at the front and had a free-rotating rotor blade on top. The free-rotating rotor blades span with the forward motion of the aircraft and developed enough lift to help the small wings fitted through the fuselage get the aircraft into the air. This developed into what we now know as the gyrocopter. Although the engine position has changed, it's now at the back. It still remains the freewheeling rotor head that fly at very low speeds and can land in very short distances, but not quite as vertically as a helicopter. The first true helicopter, as we know it today, was made in 1942 in the USA. It was designed and built by Igor Sikorsky, known as Sikorsky R4. It was used as a rescue helicopter in Burma in 1944. Other uses for it were ferrying parts between locations in the mountains. It was limited to what it could do because of the engine power and the space in the aircraft itself. However, it showed its potential. The Royal Air Force and Royal Navy even purchased the model and called it the Hoverfly. The Royal Navy even fitted a helipad to a ship and demonstrated the first deck landings by a helicopter. The helicopter showed it could take off and land vertically, fly forwards, fly backwards and fly sideways. This made helicopters ideal for small or confined spaces. Designers played with different ideas on designs of the helicopter, namely how many rotor heads they were going to have. Some had four, known as a quadcopter, which is now more popular with drones. And then there's the twin rotor head helicopters, popular with the military for transport, also becoming popular with companies for firefighting due to the helicopter's ability to land in restricted spaces, but also the capacity to carry a large volume of, of fire suppressant. The most common just have one rotor head. However, nearly all helicopters have a tail rotor of some form. The twin rotor head helicopters counteract each other. In a single rotor head helicopter, it didn't have a tail rotor. The fuselage was spin. Some single rotor headed helicopters actually have two sets of blades on the same head. This counteracts the tendency of the torque to spin the fuselage in the opposite direction. Instead of having a rotor blade on the tail boom, some helicopters actually have a jet engine, call it NOTAR, no tail rotor. This could be seen as being safer, as there's less risk of damage if you walk underneath it while it's running. Another design for the tail rotor is the Fenstrom. Integral in the tail, it actually leads to a very clean design. However, like a tail rotor, it is very dangerous when the engine is running. Modern design is brought onto an aircraft, which is a cross between a fixed wing and a helicopter. It takes off vertically like a helicopter, and when it gets to height, the wings 
rotate horizontal, then it becomes a fixed-wing aircraft. Its primary use is with the military. This aircraft is ideal for light transport and using the helicopter's ability to get in and out of restricted areas is ideal for the military. However, there are civilian versions being designed as well. Unlike fixed-wing aircraft where a number of engines can be up to eight in some cases, with a helicopter, it's really only to three. You have a single engine, twin engine, and even a three engine, generally military aircraft. Single engine are light transport and ideal for training. Then you'll get the twin engines, which are more for commercial and charter and such like. And then the three engines are heavy transport and heavy commercial use. Search and Rescue by Coast Guards has brought back the helicopter's initial history for when it was doing search and rescue in the mountains of Burma. It now does search and rescue off the coast of countries over the Atlantic, Pacific, and in some countries, in mountains. As with fixed-wing aircraft, helicopters have their roles as well. With military helicopters, the roles can include solely transport, solely attack, but they can also include attack and transport helicopters, not forgetting the training helicopters. With civilian helicopters, you have the training aircraft and you have the light transport aircraft. And you also have the passenger helicopters, especially when it comes to ferrying people out to oil rigs in the North Sea and such places. You also have the aircraft for charter. If someone wishes to go to a sporting event, they can charter an aircraft, take their friends with them. The helicopter can get them close to that event without using public transport or get stuck in traffic jams. A popular myth about helicopters is that they crash if the engine fails. They, like fixed-wing, can actually glide. As the air moves through the freewheeling rotor blades, this causes an element of lift. If the aircraft is going fast enough, this will slow the descent of the aircraft, a bit like a sycamore leaf in nature. With the ownership of a helicopter comes more technical and more regular maintenance, but their usefulness outweighs this drawback. The rule of thumb to, for cost of learning to fly a basic helicopter is twice that of the equivalent fixed-wing aircraft. On flying a helicopter, there's a popular saying giving an idea on the difficulty of flying the helicopter, and that's to tap your head and rub your stomach at the same time. There are, of course, differences with the controls of a helicopter. They have the rudder pedals, which do the tail rotor, and they have... A cyclic stick, which is, in essence, the main stick that a fixed-wing aircraft has. But they also have the collective lever, which is usually on the pilot's left-hand side. The cyclic stick is used, similar to conventional aircraft, moving it left-right to pitch up and down. The rotating blades, in effect, create a rotating wing. The collective lever is used to adjust the power and to adjust the angle of the individual blades. This is what makes the helicopter climb and descend. This is also where the throttle is located. Just on a point of note, in a fixed-wing aircraft, 
The captain generally sits on the left-hand side. That's viewed from behind, for instance. In your airliner. In a helicopter, the captain is generally on the right-hand side, or left-hand if viewed from outside. There are, however, few exceptions to that rule. Thank you for listening to the potted history of the helicopter.